We are super light on releases this week, so I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to do an artist spotlight discussion on one of my favorite bands from the past couple years, Boys of Fall. So let's do it. This is Moshmouth. Welcome to episode 5 of Mosh Mouth. I'm your host, Stefan, and we are talking all things going on in the metal and alternative music scene. I'm going to do something a little different this week, as we are super light on new releases. This week I brought my buddy Devin back. We're going to do an artist spotlight discussion. For the first ever segment of this, I chose one of my favorite newish artists of the past few years, Michigan post-hardcore band Boys of Fall. And hello, Devin. Sorry, I was muted. Hello, hello. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. So today we're talking about Boys of Fall. Yes, I remember. I don't. I don't remember if you showed me them or I showed you them. Do you remember? I, I think. I think I showed you them, and I only. And I only say that because I remember the exact moment when I found these guys. I found them on on a random in vogue YouTube channel records yeah. and i heard uh novocaine which i think was the first song i ever heard by them really novocaine so it was weird because novocaine is kind of like a lot different than most of their stuff mm, it is so like when i first listened to it i was like oh this is you know this is pretty chill and uh then i listened to their other stuff and i was like holy shit this is <laughs> this is not like that song but like, wait a second who are these I, guys and then i went back through and like listened to their older stuff and then when I listened to their first album, the Thank You and Goodbye, I was like, this sounds like a day to remember. And that's when I was like, Devin needs to hear this. Cause... <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right, actually. Because then I remember we were obsessed with the song uh, Thanks for the Burgers. Dude, that I can't even tell you how many times I listened to that song. So uh, if for those that don't know, Boys of Fall, they are a uh, five-piece from uh, Michigan. It's uh, Mike Martinson on vocals, Jake on guitar and backup vocals. And yeah, I guess he also kind of shares lead vocals. Mm-hmm. Dan Quigley on guitar, Eli Sleeker on bass and uh, Britton Clay on drums. So, and these guys are kind of have the style of, I mean, I hate making the comparison, but would you agree that they're literally like a day to remember is just the best. Dude, they're, um, I, I don't want to, it's no slight to boys of fall. Cause we, 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 we really do love them. But thank you and goodbye is so much like a day to remember in a good way. Like even they in the in the music video, thanks for the burgers. They um they copy the music video City of Ocala, um from a day to remember where they have signs up and it's everybody's criticisms of the band on those signs. Day to remember, like I think even one of them says like a day to remember copycat or something like that. And, yeah. Um, it's not it you know music and that's how music is all over in hip hop and everywhere it's people don't copy each other it's just like a certain style that they like and they do that same style and a, uh, boys of fall does the same style as a day to remember they do sound pretty similar and a lot of their especially in the first early things but i mean they they literally kill it they i think thank you and goodbye is a, a fucking great album front to back 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, I felt the same way. I was like, I remember seeing the video and I was like, this is literally the exact same as a day remembers. <laughs> but then you like, if you listen to like some of like the interviews with Mike, the the lead singer, he, I mean, he just, he adores Jeremy. Like that's yeah. one of his biggest influences. So mm-hmm. like you said, I mean, music is, you can take inspirations from others and that's totally fine because they, they do kill it. It's not like they're like some, a day to remember ripoff band because they really, they have their own style and they really flesh it out um, with their albums after 2016's Thank You and Goodbye. Yeah, I, I remember um, listening to Thank You and Goodbye and it would go in like, um, and it used to go in waves of like my favorite songs off the album, but Thanks for the Burgers, it was like, it was like my shit and Sour Patch Children's for like the longest time. I remember I remember when I saw the track listing for the, for this <laughs> album and I was like what the fuck is our Sour Patch Children's? Do you know uh, what they are? Cuz no, I don't. dude, I have no idea. I never super looked into looked into it like it's always sunny in Arkadolfia. I don't even know what that means either. Like <laughs> I understand like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's a play on that, but like I never really deep dived into their uh track lists and what the titles mean. Like Holy Smoke and O's. I don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> that song's fucking fantastic too. Like you wouldn't know it's a bonus track, so you wouldn't even really know it's on there. Well, it's a it's a Johnny Frank mix, but I don't think it's. Oh, maybe it is on the original album. Who cares? The song's great. If you get to that end, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's and it's such like they put they stick it after "Thank You" and "Goodbye," which is this probably the slowest song on the album, or at least one of them. And it's kind of like their acoustic ballad saying, "Hey, this has been really fun. Now we're gonna break up because they actually did." Yep technically break up after this the 2016 album mm-hmm. and then they ended up coming back like a year later thankfully in vogue Thank records God they did and thankfully in vogue records i guess saved them they basically said that in a bunch of interviews that yeah we were done we're, we were done for and then in vogue records reached out and they're like hey like we really like your your guys's sound but we like would like to like maybe experiment with some more like poppy elements and that is where we got the 2018 ep chasing lonely which mm-hmm. I think got a lot of people into them. Yeah, actually, I really think it did, because they heard that uh, softer side of their music. And they have I Learned My Lessons and Under My Skin from Thank You and Goodbye on acoustic yep. on that album. And Boys of Fall do a killer job of acoustic covers, of not only their own songs, of just them stuff, their stuff in general. They do great, and those are some... That like kind of invites people in to like, here, this is a style of music we do and we do make. Check, check, check us out, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's literally what happened with me. I mean, the first song I heard by them was Novocaine. And I was like, oh, this is pretty chill. I like this. I didn't like absolutely love it at first. And then mm-hmm. I really started loving them as after, you know, I did the deep dive into some of their other stuff. But yeah, I think accessibility is a totally acceptable thing to do and i think a lot of people forget that i think a lot of people like to be i'm assuming old school fans of boys of fall you know that listen to the 2016 album and then they put out this ep they're probably just like man like what is this you know you know how it goes when a heavier you know type band goes more acoustic you know a lot of people don't really like it which i can understand if it's not done well but like you said these guys like kill the acoustic stuff like the slower stuff it's good the heavier stuff it's good literally all the music that they make is good yeah i it's it's weird to rave about a band that's not as big as it should be but like i don't like they're one of my favorite bands like top like top three to five 
Um, I can't do a ranking right now, but top three to five for sure. And like to me, like any any of their music is like almost flawless, dude. Like I just like one of my favorite songs by them is uh, track five off "Making Goodbye." That's all. That's all she wrote. I actually listened to it on the way back from football practice. Yeah. Um, and like that's a slower acoustic song, but the lyrics, dude, they're just so good. They're like yeah. perfect. At, like they're some of their songs are like perfect, really rough breakup songs. Like you, you're really in love with somebody. And you had a really messy breakup, or like stuff just hit the fan with this breakup. And I bet, man, they, uh, they, the genre that they're in, they really cover it really well, and they, they do a fantastic job of it. And, and uh, thank you and goodbye. They showed it, and then in their EP, Chasing Lonely, they showed like, hey, this is our other range. We do this too, and we do this really well as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, if you haven't been through one of those types of breakups maybe you wouldn't relate to some of these types of songs but i know obviously know you have and i know i have in the past oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. some of those lyrics man they they just hit hit super home which yeah. i think is great in a way especially when you just want to get in one of those moods when you're just like dude i'm sad and i want to make myself sadder so let's 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 turn it up a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's that's made to a T. I, I music is the best therapy for me, but music is obviously also like destroys me. Yeah. I hear a certain lyric or a certain part of the song that I'm just like, oh, and like you get the chills. I tweet I tweet the lyrics. Everyone's like, yo, is this dude all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, um, they do they do good stuff. And then um, I wanted to talk about a little bit. They have, I mean, we'll go through all their other albums too, but they had like a bunch of other singles that just never, you know, never was really on anything. Yeah. Um, I listened to, I think I sent you today, their actual original first release was a 2012 EP called The Call Out. And I didn't even know about it until recently because the only place you can get it is on Bandcamp. So I even looked on YouTube. I looked everywhere. I couldn't find it. So I went on Bandcamp. I was like, fuck, I really want to listen to this before I talk about these guys. <laughs> and so I did. I bought it off of Bandcamp. It was literally $5. And even this, I mean, it, I, what I want to compare it to is a data remembers for those who have heart, but with super shitty production. <laughs> That's like exactly what it sounds like. But even then, it's good. Like they had, they, they were going for more like the straight ADTR kind of, rip off at this point i will say i mean they even the uh the album cover even has i think it's mike holding a baseball bat just like a day to remember did on for those who have heart with jeremy holding the the baseball bat behind his back and everything mm -hmm. so i thought i was pretty pretty interesting to see their their inspirations that they wear right on their sleeve like that yeah that's super cool and for a band like a day to remember um it'd be like really flattering like oh dude these band these, these guys let's check these guys out they they, they like us a lot, so let's listen to their stuff. So, yeah, I, my my dream tour would be, a, dude, ADTR with Boys of Fall opening. Oh my god, so, it'd, be a, it'd be amazing. It'd be it'd be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> but outside of uh, the other EP they had was uh, the Years in Acoustics EP, which Love I'm sure it. you've heard that. I mean, oh it's, yeah, dude, it's a bunch of cover songs, and again, they're all they're mostly all acoustic. And they kill it. I mean, they have Bring Me the Horizons with Drowned, Paris is My House, Mayday Parade, Jersey, Sean Mendez Stitches, and This Wildlife History. I mean, and all of them are good. And yeah. literally every single one. I don't even really like the original Sean Mendez song Stitches that much, but 
I like their cover. Yeah, that's how I feel about that song too. I'm like, yeah, Storm Mendes, Stitches, all right, well, let's hear the cover. I'm like, oh, wow, this is like, I like this way more than I thought I was going to. This is great, dude. Yeah, and then we also had uh, Looking on the Bright Side, which I don't think was on any of the albums. They just like released that song. Yeah, they did. By dude. itself, right? Yep, yep. That's actually one of my favorite songs, I think, by them, period. And I've just, I don't know what it is about that song. I just... Uh, the lyrics and everything about it are just are just great. Yeah, everyone's got kind of those weird niche songs. I have a few of those with other bands. And even with this band, I have some niche songs I like by them. And that's definitely one of those uh, songs that you wouldn't hear. You'd overlook it. You'd be like, ah, it's a single. Check it out. Let's do it once or twice. Yeah, pretty good. But if you listen to it, that's one of those songs like, yeah, this is actually one of their better songs. And I'm sure a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah, I love that. And then, I mean, like I was telling you earlier, I went through, you know, back through their YouTube and they have these guys have been covering bands for for years, and a lot of it isn't on streaming or anything, or you can't even buy it. But I mean, these guys have covered like Matchbox Twenty, uh, Drake, The Story So Far, and the Panic and Panic at the Disco, and they've all been good. Like I'm normally kind of a hit or miss guy when it comes to covers too, because like some covers, like I'm just like prime example. I'm sure you've heard the band Our Last Night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A cover band. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they've they've got their fame off of covers, and I mean their solo stuff is fine too. But most, almost all their covers, I'm just like, nah. Mm, yeah, I'm like, mm. someone's like, yo, check out this Our Last Night cover of this, and I'm like, no thanks. Dude. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like they're making pop songs that I don't mind with kind of a metal core post hardcore approach so it's like the recipe's there i should like it but i just don't and i don't they, know what it is they just miss on it for us and i don't know why that is like even so this wildlife also an acoustic duo they do a lot of covers too and even some of their covers like i like most of them but even some of theirs i'm kind of like eh, i'm not not like super super feeling them but for some reason boys of fall doesn't matter if it's acoustic doesn't matter if it's full band like it's a cover. I like it. Every single one I've heard, I liked. Yeah, facts. It's the same way. I remember, I think I didn't even realize that they covered the song Drown by Bring the Horizon. I heard it this past summer or spring. And I was like, oh, Boys of Fall song Drown. I don't know if I've ever heard this. It's on my phone. I've never heard it. And I played. I'm like, Yo, what the hell? Why, why, is this, why is this so good? Why is this cover so good? Yeah. And, you know, I really think. I thought I tried to think about it. I'm like, what what is it about them that makes me love them so much? And I really gotta just I gotta give it to Mike, I think, on the vocals. Like his voice, it reminds me so much of again, not to make another comparison, but it, his voice reminds me of Jeremy's a lot. And it's kind of one of those voices to where like you can literally sing or scream anything and I'm probably gonna enjoy it. Yeah, him and even Dan. Dan, uh, on the newest album, when we talk about that, we'll talk, we can talk about Dan some more. Not Dan, sorry, Jake. Yeah, Jake. Um, Jeez. Yeah, his uh, vocals are amazing as Jake well. Jake is fantastic. Um, we'll, we, he, uh, we'll talk about him more in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Mike and Mike and Jake really kill it. They really sell it on, like, um, like Data Remembers last album isn't super enjoyable, but it's got Jerry McKinnon. I'm going to listen to it, like, the song with Marshmallow Rescue Me. It's a really weird song, but I that to me Jeremy sounds great on the hook, yep. on the lyrics. Uh, not that the lyrics are simple, but on, I meant on the verses. It's yeah, just, I mean it gets well, me, dude. I just like, I need to listen to it. It's like we it's like we talked about when we reviewed uh, "You're Welcome." I mean, the one redeeming factor 
was Jeremy yeah. on every song, even on a song that I didn't like. I still, if I musically from a musical you know perspective, I'm like, wow, Jeremy's still actually kind of killing this. Mm-hmm. That's literally with this, these guys. Um, Mike except, and Jake are great. Except the fact is, is that they have three albums now and they have no misses on they, the mic. Yeah, they haven't. They don't miss, dude. So I'm I'm excited for for their future. Um, but yeah, let's go. Let's talk about uh their 2018 album, uh, Better Moments. It was their first album after they signed with In Vogue, and it was definitely you can definitely tell in comparison to 2016's. Like they took they had that little EP first, um, which was uh the Chasing Lonely. The Chasing Lonely. Thank you. And you can tell that they kind of took that sound and then kind of mixed a little bit of thank you and goodbye in there but for the most part better moments was like more pop orientated i mm-hmm. would say yeah they try to like um again not to slight the band and it's totally fine that it's kind of like draw a bigger audience in with some of their songs like sure. bad company is like a really good lighter pop punk song and the video is funny too um that's like a perfect example of something that's lighter by them on this album that could cover a broader audience. Um, oh, for could, sure. It could be on your local uh, pop punk radio stations or even your local uh, more poppy radio stations with songs like Justin Bieber on it. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, they definitely have a couple songs on here that are just straight pop, which but the thing is, is it's it not sounds, yeah, it's good. It sounds good. Like, uh, I don't really not enjoy any of their songs off Better Moments. Uh, the song Deja Vu, Better Moments itself, Finding Home, Time Bomb was real solid tracks. Yeah, and for sure. Uh, what was your What was your favorite song off of that? Oh, dude, Arson. Like? I I fucking love Arson. Yeah, I, I remember you. You would you would literally send me when we when you first started listening to them. You would literally send me the <laughs> the lyrics to Arson all dude, the time, and you're like, bro, this is fucking this is God. The songwriting in that is so. That song is so good. So good. I, I Arson just resonates with me super well. And I love the song Something to Say too. That that song is killer. Those two songs are by by far my favorite on that album. Yeah, I think Something to Say is a great opener. Like oh, yeah. it it really just shows like, hey, this is like gonna be more poppy, but like it just it's it's good. It's great. It is. And uh, Arson, you get a little bit of uh Mike's scream. Mm-hmm. And I wish they would have utilized it more on better moments, but I'm, but again, I'm not complaining because we'll, we'll talk about that on the next, with the next album. So yeah, better moments. I, I love, I still loved it. I mean, I think when it first came out, I listened to it over and over and over, even though like, I didn't know what I was missing until 2020's distance came out. And then I was like, Oh my God, this is like the culmination of, of everything I like, mm-hmm. uh, like about them. But if I had to back to better moments, if I had to pick up, favorite song out of off of better moments i would actually i'd probably have to go with something to say and the closer better moments i also really like the the guitar and the drum work in in that one yeah that song is definitely uh good i like the way it sounds i didn't even touch on this when i talked about my favorite songs i totally forgot about the gold edition of better moments so yes, it came out came out a year later so it's got two bonus tracks and no good for me an acoustic version yeah. Uh, smooth Yaz, holy shit, that song's fucking amazing. I, that song also played on the way back from football practice. I had, I start, I listened to it twice. I I love Smooth Yaz. I was like, yes. holy, sh- this this song's great. Why is that this was on a, the album? Holy that's, shit! Yeah, that was another one where I was like, 
what the fuck is this title? Smooth <laughs> jazz, like jazz except with a Y. And I was like, these guys are you guys are whack. But then you listen to it and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I'm not sure on this, but if I rem- if I th- if I think I remember right, that they actually recorded Fake Smiles, which is the other bonus track, and Smooth yep. Jazz after they released Better Moments, which is why they weren't on the album. Yeah, I think so. And to me, that makes sense only because for Fake Smiles and Smooth Yaz, you get more of the heaviness of uh, Thank You and Goodbye. And I feel like they kind of wanted to go back towards that maybe a little bit. Yeah, so, I think so. But yeah, I mean, both great both great bonus tracks. I don't even really consider them bonus tracks. They're just tracks in my mind because they're, they're, they're it's not like they're B-sides. They're just they're fully fleshed out good good tracks yeah Yeah, they really are um even if they didn't make the album or they just want to record like you said as like something to add on to the album they're great yeah i i I remember when they were teasing it and i was like oh my god it's only been like a year since better moments and we're already gonna get new shit from them i was so so pumped me too but then uh that will move us on to i think unanimously our favorite release by these guys their third and most recent uh full-length lp 2020's distance man what a, what an album man the album art is also great i got my uh my best friend nate uh he's uh he's from michigan uh he's a big i got him into boys of fall one of his favorite songs is under my skin by them fun fact uh but i bought him a hoodie for the for distance because i thought the merch for this album was fucking killer too i thought it was awesome yeah the the album artwork for this one is super good i mean not that you know album artwork is make or break for an album it's not at all but it always it always is a nice little touch when the album artwork is is amazing like better moments kind of boring but distance was is literally amazing i love the rain the darkness with the with the umbrella that's lighting up with the, the contrast yeah. of the yellow and the blue Dude, it's so good like i want this on vinyl like right now it's so yeah good yeah for sure but uh and outside of and outside of it having amazing album artwork the album itself is just amazing yeah one to ten it's it's great it's 34 minutes it's quick which is good and bad for some music listeners i don't mind a long album i also don't mind a short album but this is quick awesome one to ten great music um uh, are singles the singles being um well hold on i'm blanking oh i'm blanking uh the singles were midnight um yep. There's, it was one towards the back half of the album. What it's what over, was it? overthinking. It was overthinking. I'm over here overthinking what it is, and it's right in my face <laughs> as I'm looking at it. Yeah, that, <laughs> I was, that was the first one, and that was like the one that they released as just like, here's a single, and they didn't actually have an album announcement with yep. it. So, but then that ended up being the first single, and then like you said, then they had uh, what was it? What'd you say? Midnight, midnight? right? Yeah, midnight. Yep. Dude, midnight. Midnight. And, I was like, overthinking's good. I was like, midnight, midnight, but that's on midnight though. Yeah, and see the thing, <laughs> I want to touch like on how you said how it's such a short album. It it works though because it has such a good flow to it. And I mean, even one of those one of the songs is technically like kind of an interlude. Rain. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like an interlude that leads into heavy hearts, but it just has such a good flow, and it's every song I enjoy so much. So, like you said, if you're gonna make a short album. You just can't have filler in it, and nope. there isn't any filler in here. And because at first, even when I listened to it, I was kind of like, eh, "I don't know how I feel about rain." But the more I listened to it, the more like I appreciated, you know, Mike's almost hip hop type style in it. Mm-hmm. 
And you can really hear like the influences. I know we've talked about this, but one of his big influences was Drake, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was with the way he was uh, rap singing over Rain. Um, yeah. It, it, it was a Drake influence. I think you and me talked about that. Yeah. And I think, and that's another thing that's just crazy to me. Like he can do kind of everything. I mean, his voice is amazing. His screaming amazing. And he can even throw in a little rap here. I mean, that's just, it's just talent. And I just wish, I wish these guys would blow up because they, they really, if there's any band currently that I think deserves success, it's these guys. I really do. Me too. Uh, I think this album's got uh, some of their best success on Spotify with well over a million plays. Um, yeah, I know they, I think they posted something recently that they had over 2 million plays. On, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I saw the on Instagram the album. post about it. Which is but great. It is, but like, the, so many people don't know about this band. And it's it's sad because from 1 to 10, like, just listen to, like, if it was one thing, I, I was, just listen to Distance, the whole album. It's 34 minutes, just. Yeah, go listen. Drink. Go listen to this album if yeah. you're gonna check this band out. For <laughs> if you're, sure. If you have a drive, like listen to it front to back too. Don't don't interrupt it. If you're at work and you're at a place where you can listen to music while you're doing like desk work or something, just please, just please give this album a listen. Yeah, this this album is just so good. I, I what would you say if you had to pick? And it'd be probably tough, but what what would you pick if you had to pick a favorite off of off of Distance? It's actually not tough for me. Oh, okay. My favorite song of all time by Boys of Fall is Heavy Hearts, and it's number seven on this album. Okay, okay, I didn't know that. That's cool. That's a, that's not yeah. one I expected. It's uh, I the way the so like you said with Rain, I first went okay, interesting interlude, but the way Heavy Hearts starts out with uh, like a, that drum snare, and then it just rolls right into it. The song flows beautifully. And then the way the end is um, with Mike screaming and the instrumental fades, but he keeps screaming at the same level. I love yeah. how it finishes. The lyrics are fantastic. Um, I, I It's about like a breakup. And I feel like, I think I told you, Stefan, this. It sounds like they take elements of the song Arson. Yes. Bring it yes. back. I'm just going to say that. Because uh, uh, Arson is chorus. Uh, I'll talk it real quick. Is uh, So Tonight. Uh, I should set the room on fire. Cover me in Karen's cover me in kerosene. Won't you stay and watch me burn a while? And Mike screams at the end of the song, uh, "I would have burned for this. You would have lit the fucking match." And it's yep. like the same correlation. And once I like figured that out, I think it was when I was reading the lyrics to try to like figure out what the hell was going like was said and lyric wise. I was like, "Wow!" So this is even better than I thought. Um, Be- because Arson was your favorite song off of Better yeah, Moments, so you Arson's, get a connection. Arson's a, yeah, Arson's a top five Boys of Fall song for me, and then just like Heavy Hearts. Rain, and I love how Rain, uh, Mike takes the same melody in the chorus from Rain. Yes, like I was just going to say that. In a regular like post-hardcore, post-metalcore version. It's so good. Like That whole song is so good. And that's why Rain really grew on me too, is because once you realize that you it, it sets up elements for the next song and that, yep. that's reused, but in a different way. And it's so cool. And if you think about it, Rain actually correlates back to the album artwork too, which mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of when bands like kind of reference their their album artwork. It just makes the whole thing feel cohesive and like it's a full complete album. Yeah, it really does. They really do the I mean, from the opening track, Distance, um, how it starts off with like that guitar riff, and I'm pretty sure it's Jake singing. It's hard for me to tell sometimes, but it's Jake singing 
Jake really kills it. The first two songs of Distance and Midnight. Sorry, I actually mixed those songs, but oh, you're good. The way the the way those both the, the way the album ups with Distance. I thought I liked Midnight more than Distance, but I don't know, man. Then Midnight comes, you're like, wow, that was fucking great. Then Worth It comes, and you're like, wow, okay, also great. Mad Sad's got a kind of a different vibe. Great. Little the Little Disaster is more of a pop punk, more than poppy uh, sound. I will say, I have to say, Little Disaster is one of my favorite songs on the album only because you get that little you'll know what i'm talking about you get that little like breakdown that leads into a guitar solo and it kind of like comes out of nowhere oh and yeah when uh sorry to cut you off when mike when mike says what whatever and then it's like yeah 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 see i knew you yeah. knew exactly what i was yeah, talking about yeah that's and, that shit's sick and it came out of like nowhere for me and i just love when bands show that like Hey, guess what? We are like actually really good at our instruments, even though we play, you know, some simple, a lot of simple, you know, melodies. Here's a guitar solo real quick. Bet you didn't know we could do that. And I'm just like, I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, hello, what the (laughs) hell is going on? (laughs) But in a good way. Uh So, uh but yeah, so that's, that's one of my, one of my uh, top, top tracks. I think I still get chills. I literally listen to it like three times a day. And like every time that part hits, I'm just like, Ooh, I love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel and then I also really enjoyed, um, I mean, the whole album is just so good, but Overthinking, I actually really enjoyed it as a single. I like how it like starts with the little hip hop elements again mixed in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, he Mike uses autotune, and obviously, dude doesn't need to use autotune, but he uses it as a stylistic choice to kind of like set the vibe and to get a little, you know, drum track. And normally I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that, but here it just, kind of works it does and mike really um in the second verse has a, like just straight like like a scream verse so it's like you think you're like okay it's like a hip-hop sort of sound and then, oh no it's like a it's like a rock it's a it's a you know regular metalcore song but it's got like some little rap elements and the second verse is like no hey let me reel it back in real quick let me scream at you a little quick real yeah and that's why like <laughs> i mean it's just they're so diverse and as of now, I mean, these guys are the guys that I think of now almost more so when I'm like, when I want a mix of pop, punk, metalcore, all that kind of stuff. Normally, ADTR was like the go-to for that for me, but it's kind of almost switching for me to Boys of Fall now because they just like, they nail it so much and ADTR kind of missed on their last album a little bit, so. Yeah, um Another another example of like great elements of stuff this band does uh, in the in the single Midnight, um, Jake has a fantastic voice in that song. Jake really really shines on that song. Uh, second verse again, Mike has probably the best scream I've ever heard him do. Um, when he does that, forgive me, and then please, like really deep, holy yeah. fucking shit! Yeah, Every time get- he does that, I get chills. It's fucking flawless. Yeah, you get that little deep growl that he does. And again, it's like one of those times when you're like, I didn't know that you had this range. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Mike and Jake bounce off each other in that song. Perfect, too. Yes. Like, they both, songwriting standpoint, the best it's ever sounded. Vocally, the best I've ever sounded. Instrumentally, the best I've ever sounded. Like this is, right now, this is like their common courtesy, their magnum opus. It's yes. Their it's, third studio album. And they're definitely gonna be just going to get better. Yeah. They definitely should just get better, but holy fuck, they did everything fucking perfect. That's why I'm like, I want this band 
to be successful. Like I want to give them money. I want to go see them when they tour Me too. that, like that'll be one of the, if they even come anywhere close to, you know, to Wisconsin, me and you at least have to go see them because I've been lucky enough. Quick, quick backstory. I actually got lucky enough to go and fly to Michigan to see them play in a hometown show where they were doing a tribute to a day to remembers homesick. And I got to go and uh, shoot their show and uh, talk to the talk to them for for a little bit. And that's why another reason is is like these guys are so like down to earth and like normal, and they don't have any sort of ego. And they're just they're just talented guys that that should be bigger. So I just I want all the success that you know that ADTR has. I want them to have that because I really do think. At least with the out three albums they have right now, they they deserve it. Yeah, they really do. They more people need to know about this band, and more people need to listen to this band. More people need to stream this band. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what else is there to really say about it? I mean, go listen to Distance if if you have if you if you're gonna listen to anything by them, you know, listen to Distance. Every single song is great. Almost all their songs are are great in one way or another. But yeah, let's. I just hope that. Someone maybe if someone listens to this, they'll be like, "Oh, I've never heard of this band. Let's go go check them out." Right? Like, even if like a handful of people like listen, download it. If like two of of the listeners listen to this band, that's two more that this band didn't have before, and I would take that hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that'll that'll about do it. So, but uh, thanks, Devin, for kind of doing the the deep dive here. Yeah, no problem. You know. Any band that we share similar interests on, I'm all for talking, and we both love Boys of Fall, and we both love everything that they put out, so I'm all for it. Yeah, so I'm hoping that I can do a couple more of these, because I really enjoy these, but this week there was just like no new releases, really, and next week, or you know, as it, when this public gets published tomorrow, Friday, again, there's not really too much stuff out, so... We might have to do another one. I know we, I know we talked about maybe doing uh, Fallout Boy, Ooh, and you know, it just there. yeah. I mean, that would be like a three-hour episode if we just yeah. let Devin talk the whole time. God, I love them. I love them just as much as I love Boys of Fall. Holy shit! But yeah, we'll have to do we'll have to do more of these because I, I really enjoyed doing the the deep dive into just generally talking about an artist, not having to go through you know every single song, just you know. Yeah, and really like analytically break it down. We can shed light on a band that's even smaller that we love, like Boys of Fall, and be like, "Hey, this 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 band kicks ass. They're awesome. This album's awesome for this reason. This album's awesome too. Like, please go download their music and please listen to them and share them with your friends because they fucking kick ass." Yes, and that that about sums it up right there. So. <laughs> All right, well, I'll uh, we'll call it there. But uh, thanks again, Devin. Yeah, no problem. No problem, man. All right, everyone that's listening to this, go listen to Boys of Fall. Go listen to Distance. Go listen to any other shit. These these guys deserve to be huge. And that'll do it for the discussion. Uh, there's not many actual albums out this week that I want to cover, so there's only one. There is an EP out, newer to the scene, Baltimore Pop Punkers Pink Shift. They released their debut EP, five songs, Saturine. These guys are super cool. They're also independent, so go stream their shit. And let's talk about some singles. Not too many, but there was a couple big hitters. Alternative Superpower, and I call them Superpower because they are. 21 Pilots, they're one of the biggest bands in the world, probably the biggest band 
in the scene, quotes, maybe outside of Panic at the Disco, they released their first single, Shy Away, off their upcoming sixth studio album called Scaled and Icy. That's due out May 21st via Fueled by Ramen. I also really liked this song, surprisingly. I kind of checked out of 21 Pilots after Trench because I wasn't really big on Trench, but I liked this a lot more than, than anything off Trench. This single is more in vain with Vessel and Blurry Face, so if you like that kind of stuff, check that one out. Lifehouse, a band you probably know by the song Hanging by a Moment, actually released their first new music in six years with a new single, Cut and Run, and I was a big, 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 big fan of it. I've always liked Lifehouse, but their last couple releases over the past couple years haven't really been anything too crazy. But this one, it kind of, you know, gets into their older, harder rock sound, and I was a big fan of it. It's also got some super good bass work. And then let's talk about two pop-punk releases, Nashville's Free Throw. They released their first new single called Cloud Sick. That's off their upcoming fourth LP, Piecing It Together. That's coming out June 25th via Triple Crown Records. And it's super good. I've liked pretty much everything Free Throws put out. I don't know if they'll ever be able to top their original album, but it's good stuff. Go check out Cloud Sick. And we also had The Main, one of my favorite bands, put out their second single off of their upcoming album, XOXO, appropriately titled April 7th. And it was released on April 7th. This one must have been planned for quite a while. It's super good, just like all their shit. Go go check that out. In the rock field, we have Seether, one of my favorite radio rock, we'll say, bands. They released an acoustic stripped version of their song, Bruised and Bloodied. It's great, just like literally every single one of their songs. Go check that one out if you're into Seether. And then let's move on to Metalcore. We had Afterlife with new single, Burn It Down, and they kind of tuned into the new metal elements of their past, and they almost rap, almost have a rap thing going on here. And I don't really know if I'm super big on it, but I might have to listen to it a couple more times. But I have seen them live, and they shred live, so respect there. We also had Termina. They released heavy new single, Fade Away. That's ahead of their record drop. That should be tomorrow, Friday, April 9th. I'm excited for that. We also have Metalcore Act Victims, spelled V-C-T-M-S. They released a new single, The Words, Best Friend Become Redefined, quite the title. It's pretty good. I liked it. I've, I've pretty much liked all of Victims' stuff. And that'll do it for the singles this week. Like I said, pretty light on releases. Let's talk some quick news, and that'll do it. I want to go through to follow up with... Something from last week, The Devil Wears Prada officially have announced their new EP, Z2. It's the follow-up to 2010 Zombie EP. The new record will be officially arriving on May 21st, just like the rumor slash leak said through Solid State and feature five tracks. The band have also stated that this is going to be the heaviest music of their careers, which is quite the statement. I always find it kind of hard to believe when bands say that, but I'm going to check it out. Along with the official EP announcement, they have also announced a live stream taking place on May 15th, where the band is supposedly playing the entire new EP from front to back. I'm super stoked on that. I already got my ticket. 
you can get yours. It was like 10 bucks, super cheap. I also think I got a sweatshirt as well. Oops. But I love the Devil Wears Parada. I loved their last album, but I'm really excited to hear them go super heavy again. So I will be, maybe I'll do a review of the live stream. Then we have Australian metalcore act Polaris, or Polaris, like I always say. They released a music video for their song Vagabond, which I think was my favorite song actually off of their 2020 album, The Death of Me. They also announced an Australian tour for June with support from Australian post-hardcore act Deadlights. If I lived in Australia, I would definitely go, but sadly I do not. Silversteam have announced what is presumably a new single called Bankrupt. That's all we know. It's supposed to be coming out April 15th. No other info on this. I'm assuming it's a single. Maybe it's some sort of EP or something. I doubt it, but I'll definitely be checking it out. Silverstein, I love those guys. Everything they put out has been good. And then we have, last but not least, Canada's Theory of a Dead Man, which you probably know from their song Bad Girlfriend way back in the day. Their actual third LP, Scars and Souvenirs, which Bad Girlfriend was on, has been certified double platinum by the RIAA. That's two million sales. So I got to say congrats to Theory. It's actually my personal favorite record by them, so I will say that's well-deserved. It has so many hits on it, so many bangers. And if you don't like it, well, I understand. Last thing I want to touch on before I go, a new pop-punk band that I've been really digging. They're called Action Adventure. They're from Chicago. They just got signed by Pure Noise. I'm super excited for them and for Pure Noise, of course, to add to their great already roster that they have going check them out if you're fans of like state champs there's like that very traditional pop punk sound i'm super excited for these guys glad that they got signed action slash adventure check them out and i think that'll do it for this week a little bit of a short week this week thanks for joining in on something new with that artist spotlight i think i might do more of those because i really enjoyed it but until next week This has been Moshmouth. See you guys.